1: hmm Ah.
0: hey everyone welcome to our bonus edition of strange indeed dedicated to the great british baking show
1: this week we are covering collection 11 episode 5 pastry week and oh what pastries we had
0: they did not disappoint this week at all um and notably absent this week, we'll just say our, our dear friend Wendy is feeling a little under the weather. So she was unable to join this week. We hope you feel better, Wendy. Um, can't wait to have you back with us um, for the next episode. So it's up to Greg and I to talk all about pastries. Oh, <laughs> man, I, I feel
1: the weight of the burden to, to to talk about all of these amazing, amazing pastries and less amazing uh, there were a couple of nightmares on this one <laughs>
0: oh there was it was oh it just you know we we've mentioned it so often um in past seasons that we've covered it's like you just really get to know week by week you get to know the bakers a little bit more and a little bit more and they start to feel like your friends and when you start to see you know when they're having when they're struggling during either during the whole episode or during one of the particular challenges it just you just at least for me, get disheartened right along with them. You know, um, you just, you want to cry with them. Um, But what a, what a interesting episode for sure, because we lost two this week. So we're going to talk about that. Um, But let's talk about it. Let's talk about first the signature Um, this week. They were, the bakers were challenged to make 12 savory picnic pies uh, from a hot water crust pastry pastry. It's been a long day, um, so, <laughs> and these looked really good. Um, I there there were a few that weren't quite I thought something I would particularly love, but I still thought that they um, turned out aesthetically beautiful. What about you, Greg? Did you have some favorite signatures or one in particular that you wanted to talk about?
1: So I will I will I will very specifically just say I absolutely adore like mince pies or meat pies or whatever um and when you take uh a, a bunch of flavor and i think we got an answer that punchy is good at least this week
0: yes thank you i <laughs> I, I even have a note because he asked what paul wants punchy flavor, so i'm like okay that's what we just yeah <laughs> like is yep. it good or is it bad?
1: <laughs> so so he was like yeah and it's very punchy and i was like okay this is definitely good um so it. Like the, the the, the very, like you take some meat and garlic and uh, some nice vegetables with a nice flaky pastry and it's hot and it's oh man like it's just a couple of them in particular that I thought were really that looked really really impressive. Um, I really wanted to try Josh's sausage cheddar uh with the apple like the the post-match pies yes they they talked about them not necessarily being the best but uh i was uh, i was like oh that that i could really really get down with um the tasha with the, the the sausage apple and cranberry with the mustard on the bottom like the the mustard flavor in contrast to i mean sausage and mustard to me just goes together but uh and then, like with the the, the extra cranberry jace, or pastry, and then Christie's—I mean, I, you know, she got a handshake for us. I mean, it's, obviously, it was pretty good. Yeah. With the the leek, garlic, and mushroom uh, pies, those those were the three. Like the when she initially started talking about, and then Prue was when, when she started, it, yeah, sorry when Christy initially started talking about like describing what she had in them, I was just like. That sounds really, really good, <laughs> and then it came out amazing. I was just like, whew. Um But yeah, those those were the ones that I was. Uh, I guess Maddie's spanakopita was was pretty good. I enjoy spanakopita. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it's hard outside of like a Greek restaurant to to get like good spanakopita. Like if you go to like a diner, even a diner that is owned by a Greek person. I still think it's maybe a little, I don't know. I just, I I haven't had phenomenal experiences there, but yeah, Uh, those are the ones that I really was like, yeah.
0: The, I agree. I I really was interested in Maddie's because it's. I, I don't think I've had anything like that, but just the I know I like those particular um, flavors and those things, so I feel like oh, put them in a, a nice, cute little pie. Then yeah, that that sounds pretty darn amazing. So I was definitely interested in Maddie's. Um, I, I really would have loved to have tried Dana's. Um, I you know I I think that they did like hers as well um and it's interesting that her signature turned out to be something that they were going to um have something very similar and make in the technical so she had a little bit of a leg up uh going into the technical anyway but i that sounded very yummy to me the yeah. potato dauphinoise um with the caramelized onions um and some rosemary i was like oh heck yeah stick a potato into some pastry <laughs> give me all the carbs you know i'll take it um Joshua sounded great like you said the post match picnic pie and Tasha and Rowan's I know that like Rowan's you know didn't turn out exactly as he wanted so I would have really I, I and I'm sure they still tasted great I just know that like they uh, the bottoms he got some soggy bottom which this was the episode for soggy bottom you know Okay soggy bottom um it, I, they weren't executed perfectly, but they sounded amazing. Like the flavors, like his and uh, Tasha's were both like these sausage inspired bakes, like from there. Um, I think Tasha said hers was inspired by her uh, Christmas stuffing that she makes. And I think Rowan's was also in a, in a similar fashion as well. So they, I mean that I'm like, I'm here for that. The, those sounded just amazing. Um,
1: I thought so. it was, I thought it was funny that, that, uh, Paul, when Dana was describing what she was making, she's making oh yeah, potato dauphinois, uh, oh, a pativier. She's like a what? And she's <laughs> he's like, yeah. she's like, how do you spell that? <laughs> and then he, he just like walks away. I was and then later on you're like, oh, that's why he knew pativier. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh
0: huh. Because she's like what? And he's like. You just kind of look at her like, hmm, yeah. interesting. And I'm like, it is really interesting as we go into the next challenge, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think That's Rowan's, really uh, Rowan's, uh, sweet potato. Like I, it's not that I don't like sweet potatoes. I just mm-hmm. don't think of sweet potatoes as like a savory, uh, style. I understand even though the word sweet is in there, it's not actually sweet, but, right. uh, I mean, I, I would take the, the, Dana's over Rowan's any day, um, just because I, I I love 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 uh, classic white potatoes, or not sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this. Was, I mean, there I thought there were a bunch of them. The only one that I would I personally would not enjoy or choose would be uh, Sakus, uh, specifically my well documented egg dystopia <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not dystopia <you're... laughs> but dysfunction uh i would not enjoy that quail egg in the middle of the the pie
0: i i would definitely need i don't mind egg but i think i would need a warning that it's in there because i think mm-hmm. if i cut it open and just I, i'd be like oh gosh it would just i'd be taken aback i think because i'm not used to i don't know if we have a lot of bakes like that here in the U.S., so, um, you know, it would just be something I wouldn't be used to personally if I was served up something like that. And also, I'm just – I'm not a big fan of, like, fish, and hers was a tuna. Right. Had tuna in it. And, I mean, I'd be willing to try it because I feel like I am I would love to at least be open to trying something, uh, even if I am not a huge fan of the flavors uh, to, you know, make a final, like, decision on it. But Right. I'd, I'd, it would not be at the top of, you know, just just knowing the flavors that um the bakers use that wouldn't be at my top.
1: Yeah, too. the the tuna kind of turned me off. I do enjoy some uh we'll say well undercooked tuna, um like some seared tuna or or, or uh but in general, I'm not a not really a, a cooked tuna person. Um Dan's, it was funny that we were talking last week uh, about how dan kind of like like take you to the edge take give me what'll kill me and then back it off a little bit and then <laughs> yeah. and then this week i was like she because like saku was like yeah i'm not gonna make it like make 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 it, make it at home because you know it's maybe a little bit too spicy and i was just like okay that's exactly what we're talking about and dan's just like spice 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 spice, spice. i was like oh buddy come on man
0: yeah <laughs> you gotta find that balance yeah But he executed them, I think, fairly well. He, Dan was, you know, doing a little bit better um, than what he had um, in in previous. So he was, I think, coming back up a little bit. But um, And then with Christy, with hers, I just, gosh, my heart just broke for her when she uh, started to take hers out and they were, like, filling over. And she said, like, there was a whole mushroom or something coming out. And she started to cry. I was like, oh, no. I just started to, like, immediately sympathy tears you know crying for I'm like no don't cry it's just it's just some pies it's okay especially
1: after last week where you're like yeah. oh gosh it's just another a, a, another heartbreak on top of another heartbreak um but i mean yeah it all it all came well in the end
0: it, it did. It it ended up working out for her because, and, and it just made me, I think, cry then in joy for her because then when she got the praise and got the handshake from Paul, when she had just been, you know just heartbroken thinking that they were overfilled and leaking out and that they were messy. And she was saying, you know, felt feeling like she had like imposter syndrome or something. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, you poor. I was like, no, no, please don't um, get upset. Um, So then to see it turn around for her so quickly there in that first, first challenge, I I, I love to see that. I felt so good for her um, in that moment.
1: For sure. Absolutely.
0: I don't like to see anyone cry over <laughs> I'm like no no it's okay it's you know it is okay. Uh so yeah a lot of great picnic pies and I'm I'm inspired I want to make one of these. I don't know what I'd pick. I'd have to check the um I try not to go onto the uh website um ahead of time because they they will sometimes push the recipes before we have a chance to see the episode here. so I'm like, oh I don't want to see anything that I shouldn't um too early so I need to go and see because they will oftentimes publish some of the um the star baker's um, oh yeah bakes on the website so you can get the recipes and stuff but uh i'd I'd love to to make one of these because I was like they sound amazing. I think it's a perfect time of year. Uh, for me anyway, to make one of these like savory, not not a picnic necessarily, but just having one of these savory pies.
1: It was picnic weather today. It was like 78 and sunny, but cool in the shade. It was beautiful. Oh, golly. It was, I think this is like uh, actually like up here in New England. It was like a, a latest in the year, highest temperature since like
0: 1914.
1: Wow. Yeah, it was absolutely stunning day. Uh, but. I think we're going to have like a 30 degree snap tonight. So, uh.
0: well, that's that's kind of what we're starting not quite that cold, but yeah, same here. We had a very warm week in the mid to late 70s, which is a little unseasonably warm for this time of year, like week before Halloween. Uh so it would have been good picnic weather this week, but now we're definitely headed down into the cool and the rain today. But um you know, I can enjoy one of these picnic pies inside. Fact of <laughs> a picnic on my living room <laughs> floor with my dog. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to the technical challenge, which, as we mentioned, Dana had a little bit of a heads up on. There was um, the challenge was a dauphinois dauphinoise potato and caramelized onion pativier. I hope I. Pronounced that right i'm terrible with um pronunciations but wow that thing looked yummy
1: oh yeah what did you think so the, the the presentation <laughs> the the sauce that uh that prue and that the, the the roquefort uh blue cheese sauce i mean i am a blue cheese fan um but the <laughs> the the reaction from like josh and maddie like look there's more mold than cheese
0: <laughs> the reactions were so relatable for me because i do not love blue cheese
1: at all. <laughs> you, were t- you were talking about making the picnic pies i I, mean, I was like i could probably make that you know th- that blue cheese sauce and really mm-hmm. really enjoy it um that was pretty funny um the uh yeah. Uh, I thought these looked great. And, you know, Dan again, returned to form with the technical and the I don't know if he just like super piled the potatoes or if he just like baked the pastry really well or, or what. Um, but.
0: I think it was a combination of both. Uh, I am not a professional baker, but I have seen enough bake. I mean, I've literally watched all episodes of the baking show from its inception. So I feel slightly qualified to talk about it. (laughs) I've seen enough pastry episodes to know that when they're calling for a puff pastry, it really is key to uh, fold the butter, grated butter, and into those layers. And when I saw Josh and oh, who else was it? Maddie. Um, yes, Maddie I was trying to find their – Oh, Josh, Nikki, and Maddie. Yep, I did write their names down. They were just putting it into their mix, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, no, no, no! You have to fold it and layer it to get it, um, get those layers, because that butter is what helps it puff and yeah, the, the lamination. Like that. Yes, and I was like, "Oh no, no! I was like, that's not gonna be good."
1: Um, so I'll be, I'll be honest. I it was, I was like, I was like, they're turning it into a little thing. I don't remember how you turn this, like how you like get it from a folded brick into like actual dough. And then I watched them rolling it out after they after they froze it for a while. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't, I think maybe I never picked up on that beforehand. Uh, Cause like, yeah, you fold it. You, 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 you fold and turns and you do that. I'm like, But now all you end up with is like folded stuff. I don't understand. (laughs) Eventually I I figured it out, but it was pretty funny.
0: Well, and they cut so much out too, right? For time. We don't see Mm -hmm. um, every single step of the process, but yeah, that's exactly it is. They have to do that lamination where they're folding the the layers of the butter into each layer of the sheets of the dough and they have to keep it cold. It had to keep going in the fridge because the, you know, um, just for pastry in general pastry doesn't like heat um and then you don't want your butter to melt you know you don't want to overwork it and start to melt the butter uh because it needs to melt in the oven to then get the little poofs um so i think it was both because there was one of the um i did not my my notes are just not that detailed but i remember someone had some potatoes left over
1: it was christy
0: Oh, okay. Yep. And it's just like, oh no, I should have. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I probably should have. That probably did help give some height because I think the key, especially like with the, the picnic pies in the uh, signature challenge, there's that balance of, you know, you want a nice full pastry, uh, but you don't want to over so it doesn't like pop out and leak out. But then at the same time, right. if you don't put enough in, then you've got a big old air pocket and it can really dry out so there's you know definitely the pressure um pressure with that um so there was definitely that balance and you know i was surprised though uh that some of the bakers had undercooked potatoes
1: that was that was odd i mean i feel like that's a a pretty reasonable like not reasonable that's a pretty common thing to cook and that you wouldn't you wouldn't let non-tender potatoes go into a. Uh, now maybe I don't know. Maybe they were just distracted um, because they were trying to do several different things at once and trying to do it maybe. all in, in time. But yeah, I thought that was that was that was very very odd that not only you had one, but you had two or three that were had were undercooked.
0: Yeah, maybe they were counting on, and I don't remember the exact cook time, because, you know, of course, you don't get that in the recipe. They're just like, cook, cook the pastry. Oh, that's a good <laughs> you know? point. You're, you're, yeah, that's, that's a good you're point. You're kind of like, hmm. So maybe, you know, because I know that they did cook it because it had to be nice and saucy and had to, you know, cook the onions as well. But maybe they were counting on... Also, the cook time in the oven, because if you overcook them uh, in the skillet or as you're as you're cooking them, if you if you overcook them then and then you put them in the oven to then also bake in the oven with your pastry, then they right. would be like mashed potatoes practically. So it's probably a very delicate balance. I'm not saying I I'd probably have to make it <laughs> a couple of times to try to get it right or figure sure. that out. But you know, I was just surprised. Um, uh,
1: there, yeah, and then uh, Rowan uh, was the only one who didn't blind bake, uh, his, his pastry. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh man, like I, I feel like this is one of those things where you would like, this is, this again, back to the technical aspect of it that you, you have to know that when you do this, you have to blind bake and that, you know, so that you've got the sturdiness uh, and a little, little bit of space for the the, the juices to go in um, before you actually uh, go in and cook the rest of your dish.
0: Yeah, I felt so bad because I don't think that it tells that in the in the instructions. Again, like you said, it's a technical. It's something that you you they're challenging you. Do you know this right? right. Um, as far as your skills with with pastry and you know i was like oh you should be blind baking that a little bit it really helps with the soggy bottoms it really mm. helps give it a little bit of that that structure uh, before especially when you're making something that has like a sauce you know when you're right. you're putting moisture into that pastry and it's you you've got these layers just sitting on that bottom you know it helps to have that a little bit cooked already um so it 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 it, it bakes Right. right and it's not just sitting with all that moisture. So, oh poor Rowan. Um Yeah, he had a rough week. <laughs> he did have a rough week. That was just hard. Um, so as far as the technical, it came down to Nikki came in ninth. She also struggled. Uh it was just hard. Hard to watch. I've just felt so bad for them. She came in ninth, Josh was in eighth, Maddie was seventh, Tasha was in uh came in third. And Dana was in second because she's already had she a practice around probably round.
1: So pissed that Dan won. She was like, Motherfucker, this I I literally just did this. And then oh, he got great scalloping. Uh oh, fine.
0: Yep got it on the scalloping <laughs> every detail counts it was a beautiful it was beautiful very very nice tree yeah i would love to cut into that and have a big old slice of that minus the cheese sauce or if but, there was some other appropriate cheese sauce substitute
1: <laughs> oh the blue cheese right <laughs> yeah the blue yeah. cheese <laughs> oh i i was this was i mean i was jamming on on all the savory <laughs> stuff this week
0: that's awesome Uh, Well, the showstopper this week, they uh, had to make some decorative sweet pies um, and they had to do at least three pie types using a sweet short custard short crust my goodness words are hard today uh pastry and prue wanted them to you know make some varieties of the pie types and they all had to uh have a tie-in together some sort of theme to tie all of the pies together i thought this was a fun fun challenge and some really beautiful work uh from from the bakers
1: there were some stunning ones um and some were really really impressive how about how about you go first? you're always asking me what well. <laughs> you 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 go what what one's impressed you
0: golly, um, you know, I know that they said it was too sweet, but I liked the idea of Dana's pies. She was inspired by honey baklava, and I'm like, bring it on. I'm all about the sweets i I would take that um. At Any time, and I and I thought she executed that really, really nicely. Um, that that did so, look
1: really impressive, and yeah. I, I'm I'm with you. Blockova is really, really <laughs> uh, a fan. A well done baklava is fantastic.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Um. I thought Josh's was beautiful. It was stunning. Uh, Absolutely I mean, stunning. Put that thing in a frame.
1: <laughs> you could have and you hang really it as have.
0: art. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful, and it was so sweet too um, that he dedicated those to his late nan, uh, who who had passed away. And sounds like he had also learned to bake from her. And so I thought that the the his beautiful decorative sunflower pies were just absolutely gorgeous, and the flavors just you know sounded amazing. I loved Tasha's her sea or ski. Pies were just so creative and inventive. And she even, I don't know how in the world my clumsy fingers could never like carve out and make these tiny little hands and then place them just so perfectly in um, the, the British Sign Language um, spelling to uh, for her signs for the sea or ski. I mean, just. Wonderfully I, I, have done.
1: To, I absolutely have to, you know, cl- I'm not bragging at my own ignorance, but I, even though it's called ASL, American Sign Language, I never thought about the fact that you might have British Sign Language, uh, which I was very confused. I was like, BSL? Was, I don't know what, is that like a cooking term? Oh no, British Sign Language. Yeah, that, I'm, I feel like a real moron at this point. Um, and then, when in on the signs, because you had little hands pointing in certain directions, I thought it was almost like, uh, Hey, you're pointing this way and I'm pointing this way. And which way? Am- oh, wait, no, those are actual sign like sign. I was super impressed. As you said, the, the, the detail and the intricacy of the positioning of each in particular, or each particular hand signal or hand sign mm-hmm. was so phenomenal. Um, yeah, it was, and that was the pecan one. And I, I Lord. love me some pecan pie.
0: I I could eat that all day and I usually do around right Thanksgiving. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I I'll usually make a pie and then be like, Okay, this is for everyone else. This one's for me. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I love pecan pie. <laughs> uh but those were some of the highlights. There's there's others too that um that I'm sure we'll talk about um as showstoppers but what are what are, what were your some uh, some of your favorites uh I mean,
1: jo- Josh's was absolutely as i said absolutely stunning and uh i i could not be happier for him um i actually was really uh hoping for Rowan to succeed because yeah. i really enjoy absolutely fabulous and i think that a a absolutely fabulous themed set of pies uh, would would be great if I think that maybe if he had used some of the flavors that Dana had like the mulled wine like that would have that would have made made a lot of sense although he did have you know I think one was blueberry which mm-hmm. you know you, w- makes for a good a good one um, but uh, like I but man that turned into a into a train wreck
0: it um, did
1: and I d- I didn't really understand what he was doing with the with the like the paper things to like lift it. I mean I, I understood the concept of what he was doing but like in that case don't do that if you haven't been able to get it out of the 10. Like you're coming to a challenge where you have to be able to accomplish this. So don't do the thing that you know that you failed on that you have to like get little cheat things in order to to do it. I just, I think, I think that was his inexperience, uh, or maybe his, his, his youth, uh, kind of giving him a little bit of overconfidence in why I really can do this. I can, I can figure out a made way to make a way to make it work. And, and, and he did not, uh, Christie's, uh, on, on the positive side, Christie's, uh, autumn pies looked so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I, I thought that those were, that her flavors, yeah, the flavors were in general, like all of these, hey, you, I, I think you kind of hit the my the pecan pie, the baklava. Uh, I, it's not that I don't enjoy uh, fruit pies, um, but uh, it's kind of like, okay, that's a fruit pie. Okay, cool. I haven't had one that's blown, knock my socks off or anything like that. Um, but oh, which one was it? The rhubarb custard, I just don't know, and that's mm-hmm. that custard thing that I just I'm like I feel like Texture. maybe I yeah maybe I maybe it would be good if it was like well set. Um, I believe that Nikki had one that was that was like really really well set, but something mm-hmm. else. I think that was her good one, right? The the rhubarb custard for her and the rhubarb custard for Maddie were the two that were like pretty decent out of their when the their others were were less stellar,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but uh, yeah, so the I, the rhubarb custard makes it very very interesting, um, but uh, oh Dan's uh, mango papaya pineapple one, the 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 tropical flavors I, I really, uh, not not something that I see a lot. Although they did say that the flavors weren't quite there. So maybe if they had, had had cooked them a little bit longer. But that was one I was interested in as far as the flavoring goes.
0: I agree. I agree. I've not had anything like that before, uh, but I'd certainly be willing to to try it anyway.
1: And are you familiar with Franjapan?
0: I I had to look it up because I kept seeing um them a lot of bakers using that. Uh, and I don't know that i've had it um but i looked it up and it says it's a sweet almond flavored custard that is typical in french pastry um so i thought okay um and it it's kind of it says custard but i don't think it's like a pudding type texture i think it's a little bit thicker than that if that makes sense and i think it's used to help with um, kind of that liquidy part of that can come with some like fruity pies kind of instead of the kind of like poor Rowan had very soupy, um, you know, interior parts of his pie. I think frangipan um, can be used to kind of give it a little bit more of a sturdier texture. That makes sense.
1: Was it was it Christie that had the frangipan and raspberry? That yes. Paul was like, "Oh, I've never seen that before." And like the that texture in there looked good. It looked yeah. almost like a almost like a either a sweet potato or a pumpkiny texture where it's not super uh, gooey. It's just good texture, and and I, I I think I could deal with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. She did. She had a raspberry, I think, for in Japan, and there were I think. Rowan had had it in one of his pies. It was um, was it chocolate, chocolate in like a frangipan. Uh, yeah. One of his pies, he had he had that as well. So it's a little bit they like again. They call it custard, and when I think of custard, I think of like pudding. Um, but I know that's not in in like a European type cuisine versus like what we would maybe yeah. have here and over here um, is more of it like a thicker. You know, um, not cake-like, I don't want to say cake-like, but just a much sturdier well, consistency. If it's, if
1: it's almond-based, I would imagine it would yeah. be a little bit thicker, a little bit more, as you say, more, more sturdy structure um, in, in the, the custard. Which, again, I wouldn't be averse to trying.
0: I wouldn't either. I mean, it sounds yummy uh, for sure, but uh if i've had it i didn't know that i had it no one said <laughs> this is Japan, <Frangipan," laughs> or there's that's what's in here so i might have had it and just not even know um but it sounds amazing but i do think it helps like when you're using like a a fruity th- or like a fruit in your pie because you know they're they're wet they're or moist they could leak and you know right make your crust just like fall apart all over the place so i think that's why it's a popular choice um with some of these the
1: only pie that the only pie that rowan was able to get out of his 10 was uh the frangipan one
0: it's it was so disheartening i just you know and i don't know i saw him using that technique with it looked like parchment paper and i don't know if it's because of the type of again there's so much editing we don't get to see every single step So I don't know what other bakers were using uh, for their pies because they actually had to take them out, which I was like, wow, I don't know if I've I mean, yes, they have to take their bakes out of their their, um, you know, cakes out of their their pans and things like that to to decorate and things like that but they actually want to see the entire like they want to see the bottom they want to see around the sides and they want to see everything that 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 baker has has baked and so they had to come out of the tin i don't know if they were using the tins that are like a spring form type where they can just like let the side down right and smooth the bottom right off or something he was using a different type like type of pan that I'm like, I don't know how, even if it was well-baked, how he was going to get it out of there. So I guess that was what he'd intended. If it was baked well, it should just you know keep it from sticking right. um, as long as it didn't leak, of course. I mean, unfortunately, his leaked really bad, I think, because it was so soupy and it stuck to the bottom that he should have been able to lift it up out of there. Because um, I've seen him do it with cakes before, um, lining the um, like cakes and things with parchment paper. You can just yep. kind of lift right out. Um, I don't know, using a different pan would have helped him though. I mean, it was definitely just, it, and it was just so unfortunate just because he's like, I practiced this and it did not turn out that way. And so it's so sad because they're like, man, I did this and it worked out fine. But then when you're there in that darn tent, mm-hmm. you know, everything just falls apart. And I, it, whether it's Literally. the pressure, yeah. So whether it's the pressure of the tent, or one thing, you know, you miss a step or you don't do a step in the exact the same times. way. Yeah, the shortened times and you're not having, you know, because even Tasha was like, yeah, I did this and it turned out great, but it took me um, six, six hours, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I heard so I was like, <laughs> ooh, that's uh, good.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I feel like, yeah, maybe if you'd had the time, maybe that would have turned out. Um, you know, beautifully, because, I mean, his flavors sounded great, you know, I mean, I I was definitely, like, into uh, his flavors, so I, I don't think it was the flavors, you know, that set him back, it was just, you know, yeah, it was just, just did not work out for him, but you know what, I was so upset, though, of the comments that he got, I... Rowan is so hard on himself. Like it it was always hard to hear him talk about his lack of confidence and you know like he just didn't like yep this is not going to turn out well. I mean he already knew that his showstopper was a mess. You know, he knew that he was definitely not going to get Star Baker. I don't know if he knew he was going to be the one, you know, one to leave or not, but he knew Right. That he was already like, oh, this is not good. But he had he went up and he presented it anyway. And he still had like a tried to maintain a good attitude, at least out on the outset of it. And I just thought, man, those were really harsh comments. Um Maybe they were true, but I was like, he was just already (laughs) so down on himself that, did you know, how about you talk about what you do like or what was executed well and just say, you know what, this just does not work. It did not come together, but here's here's what we do like or, you know, whatever. I just I felt it was really unnecessary, just in my opinion.
1: I mean, I I get what you're saying. Um, And again, we don't see all of the comments. We yeah. don't see all of uh, all of the the, the compliments, um, but I, I think it really just goes to show how bad it was. Yeah. Like I've heard on other uh, I think it was on one of the top chefs where somebody said something to the effect of you're on a competition. How do you think you could present this? And there was nothing like that. It was it was all very technical. This is what the issue was. This is not very good. This was, I mean, they did give, I mean, the fact that, that Paul had to say, if you want to take a positive out of it, the flavor is really good, but here's this long list of things that went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I think it's just a sign of how, how poorly executed it was. Which sucks. I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like he knew, and he, you know, he smiled in the face of the criticisms because he knew. Same thing that Nikki did. You know, she. It's it's crazy because you know Rowan absolutely f- looks like he or felt like he felt blindsided by the fact that he was leaving. Um, I mean, I called Ricky, Nikki and Rowan at the end of the Showstoppers. I was like, these two are the. These are the these are the ones that I would uh, that I would cut, based yeah. on what we've seen. Um, and when they announced it, I was kind of like, I was like, okay, yeah. And Nikki was like, yeah, okay. And Rome was like, ah, oh, absolutely gutted. I am like, really? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's again. I I, th- I personally felt he was on a borrowed time, you know, since Abby. But uh, uh, that's again. Maybe that's a little bit less. <laughs> maybe I have a little bit less empathy for him because of that. But I not that I have less empathy for him, but just that, uh, that I, I was less shocked that he was, that he was on his way out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had a feeling he was because he, he definitely struggled, you know, the entire episode, uh, for sure. And so did Nikki, you know, and it was a bummer because she did so well with chocolate week, you know, had a really, really great week and all. But um, they were the two consistently throughout each challenge um, this week. And so it was like, mm, there wasn't really a whole lot left there to save them, you know. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I was just like, oh, like, yeah, it it wasn't good. There's definitely no (laughs) getting around, you know, Rowan's um, end result with his pies. But I was just like, you could just say. This isn't good, Rowan. Like, this is, it's it's soupy, your consistency's, it, it's not good, and, you know, but the flavors are really good. It's not as presented as nicely. I don't know. It, again, <laughs> this is why I could not be a judge on anything like that. Um well, obviously, on for this show, definitely not qualified. <laughs> like, what the hell do I like? I had to look up Fran Japan," so I mean, <laughs> like, clearly not qualified to be a judge on that show. But I just, I just don't think I could do it because I'm like, I just don't think I could. You know, it probably could have been worse. You know, sure. I mean, um, you know, there could, could probably be some chefs out there that could be way harsher with their words than what. Um, Prue and Paul were, but I was just like, oh man, he, he knows it sucks, right? <laughs> like he knows you don't have to <laughs> just, I don't know.
1: Poor Rowan. I mean, most people are most hard on themselves and they know yeah. when their product is not, especially artists. Um, yeah. like even something that is well acclaimed, someone may be like, oh, well I could have done this or I could have done that. Um, Except for narcissists, those those people really
0: uh, <laughs> right. Like don't get me
1: wrong, they come up with some amazing art, but you know, then sometimes they they take uh, criticism very poorly. Um, but uh, one thing I did want to add was that I think that Saku her, hers were her pie chart where they're like pointing yeah. to each other. Like I thought that was really really well done, and I think she saved herself.
0: I think so too.
1: Because she she would have been down. I think I think she was. I think it mentioned that she was like in the in trouble. Uh, and I think it was just to add people besides Rowan and 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 Nikki. Um, they had Saku and Josh, and then Josh just kicked it out of the park. Maybe that's not the hit it out of the park. Um, and uh, and Saku really made hers pretty. She had one that was uh, you know the 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 fruit was raw, but then. The The presentation and the other two pies were really, really good.
0: Yeah, hers was really interesting, too. Um, she is very creative. I love seeing what she puts together um, in her showstoppers. She, she's definitely, um, you know, pulls it together at times when she needs to. And she did need that. She needed a good... You know, even if it wasn't the best of the best, she needed a good positive to, to save her. It yeah. was a, and I ugh, oh, that not ready uh, for like Saku to to go home. I, I'm, I'm really, really pulling for her. She's definitely a favorite.
1: Yeah, she. Uh, uh, it, it's funny because she talks about her her stuff being a little bit rough, a little bit simple. But mm-hmm. those were beautifully decorated. I they mean, they uh, absolutely beautiful. Um, they and they also were really like neat as a pin, right? Mm-hmm. It was like very detailed and very precise, and uh, I, I I was I thought it was actually more, I'll say more like uh, individually pretty than than Josh's. Like Josh's were as a whole absolutely beautiful, but I think that Saku's was just more precise uh yeah. on the on the specific details
0: i would agree with that i thought hers were really really pretty yep. just to see how they can take these little pieces of dough roll them up and just make these beautifully little decorative you know things on on top of these pies i'm just like oh my gosh you know like we were talking about uh tasha's little hands you know, that she, mm. you know i'm just like oh and then, you know, dyeing the pastry to get certain colors and things, and I'm just like, oh, I would have just never thought to do something like that. I've never seen anything like that so it was a treat to get to see some of the um some of these bakes with these really beautiful, intricate little details and what you can do with some friggin pastry you know yeah, when I, uh, I mean
1: when i when I saw josh's initially, I was like, "Oh, he like colored it once it was baked, but no, that was the lattice work that was the it was in the dough initially, which makes it even all the more impressive, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, some beautiful, beautiful work, and I bet so many of them just tasted amazing. I'm, I'm glad I had eaten before. <laughs> <laughs> before watching it because I love pastry. I will normally, with just a you know, getting a piece of pie, I'm always eating all the pastry before I will eat the filling. Um, <laughs> at least depending on what pie it is, like apple pie. I'm not a huge apple pie person, but mm. I will eat the hell out. Like I'll just eat the crust. That's love that pastry. Thinking about Amelie's apple pie from last weekend. Oh <laughs> like yeah, apple pies. Oh my gosh, she made. <laughs>
1: i missed out oh. i missed out on the blueberry uh blueberry cobbler or whatever it was in the morning i, I went i did too
0: it was gone yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was like scraping the bottom trying to trying to eat some
0: i was like man everybody just tackled that it was gone yeah some amazing amazing bakes from our dear friends over the weekend they did great um Anything else that you have to say about either the signature technical or showstopper this week?
1: I I think I've covered all my notes. I think I'm, I'm good.
0: Okay. Um, any funny lines or anything in between outside of the bakes that you want to talk about? Any interactions?
1: Um, I think I kind of hit most of them. Uh, the, I will say that, that Nikki, Nikki and all of her dearie me's, Um, she will be sorely sorely missed Um, yes I mean she she was a a ray of sunshine Uh, not that everybody else isn't great but uh, as the 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 lone scott accent uh, it's it's (laughs) it's it's nice to nice to hear that
0: I loved her accent so much and so so yeah, um if if we didn't already say it and everyone's watched the episode, so Nikki and Rowan had to go home, um, unfortunately, and Christy one star baker.
1: As uh, you said, like tears so, of joy for for me yeah. as well. I was like yeah, so was, happy for her when she when she got that.
0: Yeah, it was it was well deserved. She was the consistent one throughout the episode for sure, but really hard to see see some of our bakers go home. This is when it starts to get because Again, we get to see them every week, so you, you feel like you get to know them a little bit more and more. You feel like you know them. You feel like they're your friends, and then you just get heartbroken to see them go home. So it was, it was sad, even though they they'd had their struggles. But Rowan, you know, I, I loved his sarcasm, you know, and his funny little lines, and how he was, you know, it just I was like, oh, that that's that's funny. Um, and then yeah, with Nikki's just constant um, optimism, like she was always just had such a great attitude like she uh um, was it the signature that she didn't you know do so well on didn't get a great response of but then she's like well you know you just pick yourself up and you know what am i gonna do you know yeah and she was just gonna carry on and just always cheerful so i'll definitely miss miss that from both of them um i thought there was a really funny interaction which you know we've talked about Allison a couple of times and how I feel like she's a really great addition to the show i really really love the banter between her and noel there is a, a, a part, or um, I think it was while the signature was going on, when they were talking about how they text each other.
1: Oh, yeah. um,
0: now, whether whether or not it's true, I don't know. I mean, it could just be fun that they're having for the show, but saying that they, they were like texting each other like 11 o'clock at night or something, and she uh, starts to walk away, and she's like, Stop sending me those pictures. I don't like that. And he he laughed. And he's like, it's not what you said last night. <laughs> yeah. You know. And
1: well, and then this, you say that, uh, and it reminds me of the the WhatsApp uh, discussion with Paul and Prue. <laughs> oh, we have a WhatsApp without you, Allison. <laughs> you haven't earned your way in yet. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. That's um, no, really
0: good. I I think they've got great banter. I just
1: yeah, it it feels
0: really natural, good. and you know it. I like it so that but that one did make me cackle I was like that that was (laughs) funny that was really funny um all right well I think that's a good place to wrap it up if you don't have any other notes or anything else um to call out for this episode um
1: I I will uh I will say that I think and maybe maybe it's just because she had a little bit of a leg up uh I think Dana is kind of emerging as a
0: You got some predictions?
1: Maybe? not not really predictions. I think I think standout one to watch out for I just realized that we only have five weeks left.
0: Yeah, we're We've only got, up in the halfway. Yeah. I
1: mean we're we're at five, we're down to seven bakers, and uh we only have four weeks left before we're down to three, and then the finale. So uh like it's it's we're getting into to, to hardcore. Um and where you really kind of go out on a limb to impress. Dan, rain it in, man. Rain it in. (laughs) Just rain it in.
0: Yeah. Dana is one to watch for. She she has, I love her confidence. Mm. I, I think she's just, I think she's delightful. I think she's witty and funny, and I love her confidence, and I think she's really grown. She just, she almost makes it look so easy, and she's just so laid back. Like, she doesn't, she might be stressed, but I don't think she shows it very well. Like she's just like, "Oh, yep, I'm just baking here," you know. She just yep. seems to have this quiet, cool confidence about her, and she doesn't get too worked up. Now she could be. Maybe I'm just only seeing what what they're presenting us, and maybe on the inside she is like super stressed. But she definitely plays it off very, like laid back and chill about her bakes. So oh, she's she's I, one to watch for.
1: I will go ahead and just just absolutely bonkers that uh Dan had to completely remake because he grated his his knuckle Oof. into the batter and he had to mm-hmm. completely remake his his uh his pastry for the technical and still got first. <laughs> just bonkers.
0: Yeah. Nuts um yeah that would stress me out if i've got to go and redo my pastry everybody's already like a step ahead of you and now you're having to go backwards um yeah that was yummy now i really want to try and make one of those
1: (laughs) (laughs) at least (laughs) caramelize some onions and make some potatoes (laughs) yeah it just
0: looks so good (laughs) All right. Well, we did get some feedback uh, this week, which I'm super excited for. I love uh, hearing from everyone, and um, everyone getting all excited about um, the the you know these challenges as much as what we do. Um, one of the first ones that we have is from our friend Karen Shee. and she says, "I love all kinds of pastries, and the Petivier looked mouth watering. Who doesn't love flaky crust?" <laughs> I was worried for Christy last week, and I was cheering when she got Star Baker. She made me tear up with what she said about being a mum and putting her dreams on hold. Oh, I know. That was oh, sweet. That was, that's true. Yeah. Um, she goes on. I thought Paul was going to give Josh another handshake for his showstopper. Glad he pulled it off to honor his nan. Sad to see Roan and Nikki leave, but they just didn't do well. I will miss um, all uh, her Nikkiisms like bag of pants.
1: <laughs> you have to go home after a bag of pants. <laughs>
0: I've never heard that. I just, she's just delightful. Um, We also got a voicemail this week from our friend Steve. Let's see what he thought about pastry week.
2: Hello, Strange Indeed. This is Steve, and I was just watching uh, pastry week for Great British Baking Baking Off show. And uh, we got a, uh, a soggy bottom and oh, a okay. I was just thinking to myself, well, Soggy bottom! Now we get soggy bottom and a handshake in the same scene. Oh, this technical has caramelization in it. Didn't they have a problem with caramelization like a week or two ago? <laughs> <laughs> Noel and Allison singing halfway through this nightmare. Hilarious. Okay, so the signature and the technical were both savory, so the showstopper is a sweet. Um, I like savory pies better, I think. Wow, oh, these are some very intricate showstoppers we've got going on here. I can't wait to see how they all uh, turn out and uh, who wins. Oh, I think Rowan might be in trouble with this. Is that, is that paper under his pie now? Oh, Christy did really well on this showstopper. Oh, Paul's reaction to Dana's sour pie with the hands in the air, and you can just see that was not a good reaction from Paul. Oh, Josh got a great reaction. Oh, here's Rowan's. What are they going to say? Yeah, Rowan might be in trouble. Oh, yay for Christy. Finally getting Starbaker. Bag of pants? I've never heard that expression. That must be something very British. All right, hopefully I get this in in time.
0: (laughs) I forgot to mention that reaction to to Dana's sour. I think I'd like it, though. I love sour stuff.
1: Yeah. it's it hits you right here. Right, right there.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was great. Thank you, Steve. All right. So next week, we're going to be covering episode six, uh, Botanical Week.
1: Hmm. I-, I wonder who would have done really, really well at Botanical <laughs> Week. Maybe had- someone who forages. I don't know. I
0: had the exact same thought. I was like, oh my gosh. Abby immediately came to mind.
1: Immediately. I will will hold a candle for Abby forever. Yeah.
0: Pour one out for Abby. I was like, oh, gone too soon. I think she would have excelled. And I don't even know. I mean, it could be something completely different, but I was just like, I don't know. It feels, yeah, something that she would probably excel at, but we'll we'll see that whenever um we get to, to next week's episode. Um yeah, they start with they start getting into like they do a lot of the traditional um bakes, you know, bread week, pastry week, chocolate, and then they start, okay, now let's throw something a little different because yep. like you mentioned, we're getting to the second half, we're getting, you know, fewer bakers that are left. It's gonna start getting a lot hard. I mean, if they thought it was tough now, you know um, it starts to get a lot more difficult and they really start to expect a lot more perfection from the bakers. They're not going to get by with a whole lot. Unfortunately. I, yeah,
1: I, I think, I think like, like you mentioned, I think we talked about it uh, a few weeks ago, but I think that the pastry week is the final set week. And uh, now, you know, I think Wendy mentioned caramel week and uh, then patisserie mm-hmm. week. And uh, yeah, so, I'm looking for. I don't know what the next few are. Uh, I, I imagine they are posted somewhere, but uh, I'm pleasantly being surprised. But Botanical Week makes me. I mean, although baking, I guess you wouldn't make a bunch of salads for baking. I don't know. Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what I, they always kind of surprise me when they throw out something a little different like that. I'm like, I'm not sure what to expect. Like, right. how, you know, how are they going to? incorporate something um botanical with baking yeah um, but they always do and it turns out fascinating um so until next week you know we will where we will return for botanical week can't wait to see what kind of bakes we get for that and and who will come out of star baker. I'm it's so interesting cause we haven't really had any consistency with it. Like some of these bakers have just been kind of all over the place. Some of the folks that one star baker have been pretty low other weeks and then yeah. others that have been kind of middle range and kind of low have risen up and, and come a long way. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see where we're going to be next week as as um, we see with our final bakers cannot wait. <laughs> um. So if you would like to contact us and leave some feedback for um any of the cha- any of the weeks like if you if you if you just started watching um Great British Baking Show if you're just catching up and you want to leave feedback for any of the episodes feel free we will always um you know read it no matter what if you want to let us know what you think um you can find all of our information um contact information at podcastica.com I do try when I remember to do it put up a feedback <laughs> Host in the Podcastica group, but you can find all of our contact information at podcastica.com. Um, currently, Pake and I are also covering um, The Fall of the House of Usher. That's on Netflix right now. I just am in love with that show so much. Uh, I'm just dazzled um, by Mike Flanagan. He has definitely got me under his spell. So would love to have um, everyone check that out. Um, and there's a lot of great things um, going on in Podcastica right now, right? right
1: greg oh yeah um so uh i'm just gonna be just rattle them off right uh buffy verse uh loki verse well that's kind of funny they're both verse. <laughs> um uh then uh, we're doing the, the rewatch of the walking dead um mm-hmm. and then just started and then revisiting uh ted lasso which is uh, this, you know, definitely made me, this episode made me think of Ted Lasso, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's a bunch of stuff going on and uh, I'm really digging it.
0: There's so, just always so much activity uh, going on. You mentioned some great ones. Also, um, Jason, Jenny and Randy are covering season two of White Lotus right now. Um, also... So if you enjoyed White Lotus, um, I know we're just catching up on that because, um, you know, everyone gets so busy. We didn't get a chance. No one got a chance to cover it the first time around. But they'll be ready to go once season three, once we finally get season three. I know we're going to be waiting on a lot of shows. Um, So, yeah, check out White Lotus. Um, I know Daryl Dixon just wrapped up. Um, And then Pake and Daphne are covering um their look back special right now um for their latest season so be sure to check them out as well
1: yeah i i i i'm not saying i fell off of i just haven't got been able to finish season two of white lotus yet so i i was with them up until episode two or three of season two but i just haven't haven't been able to to keep up
0: yeah well you know Got a lot going on, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I, I'm behind on so many things. We won't even get into it, so I totally get it. But yeah, you should keep watching; it's definitely worthwhile. I I thought season two was just amazing. It, I I think I liked it a little more than what I liked season one. So definitely worth continuing on if you get a chance to get caught up. All right. Well, thanks, Greg, for this week for for uh, being here with me and. Uh, hopefully with Wendy feeling better we'll, the the trio will be back for the next next week
1: absolutely my pleasure
0: on your marks
1: get set
2: bake pole okay so keep on okay so keep on
0: for the oh on